0: This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL.
1: You better you bet presented by MGM, PJ Glasser, Mark Drumheller here with you, getting ready to t- talk some college baseball with Johnny VTV in a little bit. A reminder though, Mark and I are on Stadium, so make sure you go over to Stadium. You can watch us watch stadium.com. We're also still on Sirius Channel 160, Sirius XM205, Twitch.tv slash BeckQL, and YouTube backslash odyssey sports all right time to talk some college baseball was opening day to day and uh we had some action already take place early this morning we got some action going on right now and some action going on later tonight johnny venezia joins us at underscore johnny VTV mlb college baseball betting analyst host of breaking bet podcast Johnny, I mean, this is this is the day you wait for, man. This is your Christmas. This is your Super Bowl. You love opening day. College baseball is back. So, talk about some of the earlier games that have taken place today. I know you were keen in on that Duke Indiana matchup, and uh, you're following some of the games going on right now as well.
0: Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, I gotta say, I love that intro music. And if there was a group to replace Costos and Ken, uh, I don't think I could pick a better group than you guys. Uh, P.J., two two times this week talking about college baseball, and, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Duke, Indiana, was a great little appetizer to opening day. We had Jonathan Santucci returning after a long hiatus, had him pitch into the second week of March last year, where he had 11 punches in four and a third innings against Wake Forest. And Santucci looked phenomenal. He was touching 97, slider was working, change piece looked great, and uh, he was dominant. And we got home with the under-12, but uh, Indiana was a little money-line upset half-unit play I had. They couldn't bring it together. Their bullpen was absolutely terrible. But, you know, it was a little bit of a wash. But it was it was a great way to start this off. And I think it's worth noting, if Duke can hit kind of the way they did today, we know their pitching is going to be one of the best. It's going to be elite all year, front to back. That's going to be a team that's really going to be dangerous come June because they can absolutely make the College World Series with that formula they got going on down there in North Carolina.
2: Absolutely, Johnny. Talk to me just a little bit about, you know, for the audience that isn't dialed into college uh, baseball and bets more MLB. Like what are the differences in your process when handicapping college baseball?
0: I will say college baseball is the hardest sport to handicap. It's one of the hardest mm-hmm. sports to win, but it's also the most profitable because if you are really in the weeds knowing your research and you put a lot of time in to watch these games and study, then you have a really good chance to be profitable. But the lack of information is so glaring, mm-hmm. whereas like if you're going on the NFL or MLB sites, you're able to see a lot of different facts. You're able to see a lot of different stats. Not with this sport. You really got to be doing your research. And the thing that people don't understand is baseball in general – is the is the hardest sport I think out of of any sport it's tough to win because pitching is dictating so much of what happens and if you fail three out of seven out of ten times you're considered really good and now throw in the fact that you have to deal with amateurs which they're even (laughs) uh they're even more unpredictable uh for me it's really doing a lot of watching of the games and looking at stats afterwards to kind of compare what happened and uh you know at the end of the day that really gives me the best chance to price the price the lines as best as i can and also it's important to shop around because you're getting a lot of volatile markets across different books because there's not many books that can really handicap this uh, to a degree fact, where i too. think it's sharp but
1: Yeah, no, I was Johnny, just saying so, because of the lack
2: of information, it's harder for it's probably harder yeah. for the books as well. That's probably why you see the volatility. That makes sense. Definitely, definitely.
1: Johnny, LSU—they're the the defending champs. Obviously, they lose Skeens, they lose Paul Cruz. They're in action right now, trailing four to three uh, to VMI. What can you tell us about LSU heading into this season? It's obviously really hard to repeat in any sport, especially in a college sport. Do you like LSU this season? Do you think they have a chance to repeat?
0: I do. I I like them. I I think they're going to regress. I think they're a team that's probably going to be a little shaky at times in the early part of the year, and I understand it's hard to repeat, but the fact is LSU is so well coached, they still have a lot of talent, and their pitching is young, but it's so talented, and they have a lot of it. They have guys like Thatcher Hurd who actually ended up having a rough day today in what should have been a a tune-up layup. Uh, he's really good, man. He, he's got first round stuff this year. And I think the fact is there are guys that are just needing a little bit more reps and they need to build a groove because once they do, they're going to be really tough to beat. It's just a lot of depth, but it's, it's also young. Uh, but I think because of how talented they are, they're going to be able to go on a run this year and get back to the college world series, even though people think I'm crazy. But uh, you know, I, I think if you ask me out of the top three teams ranked in terms of odds, LSU, Florida, Wake Forest, I'm gonna say LSU goes back if, if you could only pick one to go back to the College World Series. Mm. <clears throat>
2: Johnny, we all love long shots, right? It's it's so fun putting them in. You get these big numbers, but sometimes there's just not value there. When you look further down the the odds boards in the futures market, is there a team out there that you can think can actually win the World Series, or maybe even get there? Sometimes you know betting the market for them just to get to the College World Series uh, can you know reap a ton of profit and show a lot of value outside of those top teams. If there's anyone further down the line that we should have our eye on.
0: Uh, I have a few, but if you're gonna put a gun to my head and give and make you give me one, that's the northeastern oh, husky. I
2: got no guns, so
0: <laughs> <laughs> the big one. the big one is the Northeastern Huskies. I was in Vegas a month ago for wild card weekend. And while everybody's looking at the NFL, trying to get, trying to get numbers, trying to get their bets in at Caesar Sportsbook, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at college baseball futures. I done a little research on Northeastern's team coming into this year, realizing that they're returning, uh, returning almost every one of their starters from last year. And that's a team that went to the regionals a season ago. They, They ran into a buzzsaw at Wake Forest. Can't really help that. And then I'm like, you know, okay, let's let's take a look and see where northeastern is. Caesars had them at 2500 to 1. That's plus 250,000, which means $100 would you 250k. Me and my buddy were like, "Okay, we're hitting this number right now." And then immediately after I bet it and I tweeted it out, within within the next day, it's cut down five times. And then a couple days after that, it's cut down 10 times. Everywhere is pretty much 100-to-1 on them, except for DraftKings. You get them at 200-to-1. Guess what, buddy? I hit them again at 200-to-1. I think this team is going to be uh, a College World Series finalist, and I really believe they're going to be a team that has a shot to win it all. They're led by All-American, top-10 projected outfielder Mike Sorota. They have a really good sophomore, Cam Maldonado, who's got power and speed. A dominant, dynamic Strike throwing duo of Avon Cabral and Wyatt Scotty. Scotty going tonight against Arizona. I feel like if we're looking at a, a long shot to really make some noise, it's going to be Northeastern because this is one of the most well rounded teams in the mid major market. I really like them and I think they're going to go far this year.
1: Johnny, Bye. there's a top uh, 25 matchup tonight. Tennessee, who I know you like. Against Texas Tech, what can you tell us about uh, these two teams? And do you have a play in that matchup tonight?
0: So um, this is a really good matchup in the Shriner's Classic. It's on Flow Sports. Uh, Flow Sports, I I just subscribed to last night. Pretty good stuff thus far. Um, I will say that this Tennessee team—they lost a lot of their pitching. Lost my boy Dolly. He went to the Rockies. Chase Dollander. They lose Chase Burns, transferred. Lose Andrew Lindsey, went to the draft. But I think what the fact is they still have Drew Beam, who's actually not going tonight. He's he's going to be their ace, but they're going with sophomore A.J. Russell, who had a lot of success last year, against a Texas Tech team that's got some boppers. They got Gavin Cash, Kevin Bazell, Gage Harrelson. But the problem is Texas Tech can't pitch. That being said, Tennessee was a slow start last year. I feel like I need to see it from them before I'm laying a, a minus 180 price against a team that can hit. So for me – If I was playing anything here, maybe Tennessee goes in a little money line parlay or maybe half unit lay 90 to win 50 because while I believe the volunteers are going to the College World Series this year, I'm not ready to just jump on it laying a a huge price against a capable team that we've seen had success over the last few years. So for me, uh, it's a half unit or pass play or parlay or pass. No run lines, no totals.
2: Is there any early season edges that we could be looking at? Like maybe a team that had just a lot of, you know, change in their lineup or a change in their pitching staff to where we could kind of hone in on a team total perspective and maybe look to like play them or fade early. Is there any team specifically like in that mold that comes to mind?
0: I'll tell you the team. If if you want totals, there's going to be a team I'm going to really look at a lot this year. And uh, that's coming off the fact that they have at least 14 runs. I have, I have yet to check an update. That's the Oregon State Beavers, one of my, one of my eight finalists for the College World Series this year. The pitching is going to be the big key, but they got a good start from their transfer from Arizona eight in May today. This is maybe the best lineup top to bottom in the entire country. Mm-hmm. led by possible top five pick this in this summer's draft. Travis Bazana, They put up 14 runs and they put up five home runs today and we're still counting. So I feel like Oregon State's going to score a lot of runs this year. They're probably going to be top 10 in the country uh, by the end of the year in most offensive categories. So I feel like taking a lot of their overs early before markets start to realize how much scoring is going to be going on in their games Uh, I feel like that's going to be something that's going to be profitable for at least the first two, maybe three weeks before the Lions have time to catch up.
1: Johnny, any other bets that you have uh, for tonight on opening day? Anything else that you like?
0: Yeah, I do, actually. So uh, for things that have yet to play, well, we're getting a couple things kick off shortly, but I love the UC Santa Barbara Gauchos. That's going on at five. They have to travel across country to the Campbell Camels, who is my 2023 darling dark horse. Um, but they got this kid, Matt Ager, going, man. Matt Ager, a junior, first-round potential. Uh, There was actually talk that he might be the guy that the Brewers might draft uh, to replace Corbin Burns after that trade with that compensatory pick. Uh, Matt Ager is a star, 115 Ks last year, 3.12 ERA. The Gauchos have one of the best pitching staffs in the nation, probably top three, maybe top five at worst. And the thing is, Matt Ager to me, is a guy that you always have to back in just about any circumstance. Campbell lost so much talent from a year ago. The only big bat they have returning is outfielder Lawson Harrow at 22, Jimmy Jacks. They're pitching their ace, Cade Cooler. He's gone. They're replacing him with a uh, transfer, Derek Vartanian, who's going tonight. Can't trust that just yet. I got a ride with US, uh, UCSB. I got him at one, minus one 130. They're out to minus 150. And the last one I'll say here guys, Northeastern who I got at plus 160 at Arizona, they're down to plus 120, but to be honest, I feel like they should be favored in this game. So if you're still getting plus money on Northeastern despite the heavy movement, I still think that's fair game because I feel like the Huskies are going to be able to put it on Arizona who does not have great pitching and they lost a lot of their firepower on offense led by Chase Davis first rounder drafted to the St. Louis Cardinals.
1: Great stuff. Johnny Venezia, at underscore Johnny VTV, MLB, college baseball betting analyst and host of the Breaking Bet podcast. Johnny, appreciate the time, man. Enjoy the rest of opening day. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend yeah you as well that northeastern arizona game is going to be good northeastern by the way ranked 23rd in the country so they are uh, really really good as johnny mentioned lsu the defending champs they're plus 800 to win it all wake forest plus 700 then you got florida plus 900 arkansas 10 to 1 vandy at 16 to 1 tennessee who we were talking about they're 18 to 1 and tcu and texas a&m both at twenty to one. So as you would imagine, a lot of firepower in the SEC for college baseball. Tiger Woods now two over par here in the Genesis Invitational. He's just made a bogey on the sixth hole, and uh, he's in a golf course uh, golf cart right now. So that's not uh, any good. What do you think, Mark? Is Tiger going to make the cut? Right now, he is just below the cut line. It's projected to be plus one. He's at two over par. Do you think Tiger can make the cut?
2: I hope so. I mean, I think we all want to see Tiger, you know, the more Tiger we can watch, the better, the longer he's able to continue. Uh, Let's see how it plays out. But I'll I'll tell you, Johnny, great stuff there at college college baseball, man. I don't dive in. That's not really my wheelhouse. So I love like picking his brain. And when Jake comes on and gives us some stuff, you can tell Johnny's in his bag there with all these games going on today.
1: He he loves it. He just locks himself in his room Friday, Saturday nights, watches all of these games. I really don't start watching it until like the the tournament, the NCAA tournament. I actually mm-hmm. really like college baseball uh, when we get to the tournament. For whatever reason, it's like one of the weird sports that like I'm extremely profitable in when we get to the uh, the tournament. So that's when I watch it. Johnny kind of does all the prep for me during the regular season, tells me who's good <laughs> or whatnot, and then I just piggyback off of him, Jake, too, and uh, what they like. But Jake, as he told us yesterday, really big on Coastal Carolina. They just hit a grand slam to take a 6-0 lead in the first inning. Coming up next, Cody Zeeb is going to join us. We got opening day at college baseball. We got UFC 298 this weekend. We also have the Daytona 500. Cody's going to drop by, give us some best bets for that. P.J. Glasser, Mark Drumheller, You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM.
2: We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. (laughs) On the BetQL Network.